saint of God to this uh, auspicious time in God's presence at the uh, Watchman Prophetic uh, Conference uh, which is holding at this time and um, I'm so glad to be a part of this meeting um, which I've been uh, being uh, raised up by our sister ministry the Cave Adeline Ministries in Lagos I want to appreciate God for um, giving me the opportunity to preach his word, to teach his word, to teach the saints. You know, the Bible says that it is God that has, uh, and, uh, that has enabled us to be ministers, counted us worthy to be ministers of the new covenant. Now, this morning, or today rather, I'll be talking about um, the, um, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Because that is what the meeting is all about. It's about the revelation of Jesus Christ. And 
the book we're going to be looking at actually is a book of revelation and um, we have our mandate to go between revelation chapter one and chapter two paradventure we want to go into revelation chapter three yeah so that um, you will not be too you will not be you will not have too much to chew at the same time the book of revelation is so important because it is the book that talks about the revealing of jesus christ we have seen the revealing of salvation of god's plan of salvation we have seen um which which was um which marked out the feast of passover we have seen the revealing of the holy spirit as it came into man came upon ordinary people apart from the prophet priest and king you know and uh, we have seen him revealed in man and at work in man in new creation man but we're here to see the revealing of the lord jesus christ upon the surface of the earth because actually um the feast of passover feast of pentecost you know, the feast of passover has to do with salvation jesus fulfilled that and then the feast of uh, pentecost has to do with the coming of the holy ghost jesus fulfills that by pouring the holy ghost upon us the holy ghost is living in us uh, now and then we now have the next syllabus of god is the revealing of jesus christ this is why this book is um, said to be the revelation of jesus christ now this revelation of jesus christ uh, if we will begin from chapter one of the book of revelation the revelation of jesus christ which god gave to him to show his servants so god gave this revelation to jesus christ to show his servants how things are going to be this is not just um the heart of god you know there's something called the heart of the law the spirit of the law as different from the letter of the law it's not just about uh, certain um en spiritual encounters called revelation uh, it's beyond that it's actually about the revealing of jesus christ now the revealing of jesus christ was asked by his um um, his servants, his uh, apostles, and say, Lord, when are you going to come? When are you going to come back? What's the time of your coming? And he told them at a certain point, place, he said, um, It is only the Father that knows. You know, Acts chapter 1. He says, It's the Father that knows the times and the season. Say, the, the times and the season are in the Father's hand. You understand? so and the mood also of the revealing of jesus christ is in the father's hand hallelujah now so um we see that um so when the scripture talks about the revelation of which uh, of jesus christ which god gave to him uh he's not just talking about some spiritual experiences which god gave to him he's talking about how will he be revealed to the world and that this path of his revelation, this process of his revelation, has been given to him. Hallelujah. You know Jesus Christ is still in this body. So the syllabus by which Jesus Christ walks to bring about his revelation on the earth has been given to him by the Father. I don't know when you, when you look at the whole book of Revelation, when you look at it, you know, if you have read the book, and if you have understood the book, you would see that everything is just about the revelation of jesus christ how christ will be revealed how will christ come how will christ be revealed 
let's forget about any sins for now. Let's not go ahead of ourselves. But how will Jesus Christ be revealed? This is what this book is about. The, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him to show his servants. You know, a lot of people have uh, different kinds of thinkings about how Jesus Christ is going to be revealed. And so Jesus Christ is going to come. Some say we're going to go with the rapture. We're going to go with the rapture to heaven. And then Jesus Christ is going to be revealed as we go with the rapture um, to heaven. And Jesus will come to the clouds. Well, we're going to look at it. We're going to see what that is about. You know, so, and some people, um, I remember um, the Seventh-day Adventists in the 1800s had said, said that Jesus Christ was going to come in their time. So that, um, and uh, there are other people also, different kind of sects and groups of people had um, prognosticated about how Jesus Christ was going to come. So, but what we're looking at this morning is the revelation of Jesus Christ, the revealing, the unveiling, the bringing to physical manifestation of Jesus Christ as God gave it to him. Because when he was going, like I told you before, he said, even me himself did not know. So that's why God has to give it to him. Hallelujah. So God gave it to him. It was essential that God gave it to him. Because even he told us, because of the ultimate authority of the Father, that, you know, the Bible says, the Son shall be made subject to the Father, and all of that, because of the plan of salvation, God concluded that by himself. Even though the, the, the Son is called equal with the Father, the spirit is called equal with the father and the son but because of their eternal plan the son is going to be subject to the father and the son has always been subject to the father really but the scripture says that when he shall have delivered the kingdom then shall the son himself be subject to the father you understand so he had to obtain this revelation from his father so this book is about the revelation of jesus christ in case you have thought so many things about the book of revelation and a lot of things a lot would think a lot of things about the book of revelation a whole lot of things some people think it is about the revelation of the antichrist so they are waiting for the antichrist to come they are waiting for the man of sin to be revealed and they are doing everything to get oh we have spotted the antichrist we have spotted the antichrist that should have been a mockery of our faith to our fathers who began to walk with the Lord Jesus Christ because they were not um, they were they were about the coming of the Lord they were not about the coming of the Antichrist it was just that the apostle told them he said oh before he comes so there will be the revealing of a man of sin so but eventually because we were told that um, a lot of people have now turned it to meaning that um, it is the man of sin, the revelation of the man of sin is a is prerequisite to his appearing. Oh yes, um, it is in a way, um, as the scripture has said, uh, but it does not worth our attention so much. It is just, it is not a full stop on the sentence. It's a comma, maybe even a bracket, something put in parentheses. You know, when you're writing a sentence, you can just put something in the comma and then you continue. The sentence continues after the comma. You understand? So, 
it's not about the revelation of the antichrist the man of sin oh we found 666 we found this one here we found that one there no no it's about the revelation of jesus christ which his father has given to him hallelujah he said um is is god gave it to him that god the father gave it to him to show his servants because the servants need to communicate this truth as they ought to hallelujah to the remaining people that god that are, that are of the household of god you know jesus christ understands um that he has put set certain men over his body and he said who is that one of his parables said, who is that servant whom when his master cometh shall find him giving food in due season to his fellow servants so there will be servants who will give daily food to their fellow servants you get that so that's very important to know and then so that's why he's giving his servants here so that the servants that he gives it to can communicate it to the rest of the body of the lord jesus christ so it is important so it's coming from the lord god to jesus christ and to his servants so we have identified three levels now god the father the son and his spirit uh, um his, his servants okay all right so it says it is things that must shortly take place so these things are going are going to shortly take place now, what are the things that will shortly take place? The things that will lead to, or there will be landmarks in the process of the revelation or the revealing of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he sent, Bible says, um, and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. In order for John to show the other servants, like I have been uh, talking about. So, this message is to um, the servants so that the servants can communicate this truth to other the rest of the body of christ that is to other servants of jesus christ and that's what we'll see in the letters to the churches say to the angel of the church in to the angel of the church in the angel of the church in the angel of the churches were uh, they were not spiritual angels in that uh, in that sense because there will be no need for a physical, I mean, a spiritual angel to give it to John. Then John, who is a physical person, will now go and give it to a spiritual angel. For the spiritual angel to now go and give it to the body of Christ. How does that work, really? You understand? So, so I'm not saying it is impossible, but it's, it's like, um, that's not so neat. So, what, the way we should understand it is that Jesus Christ gave it to a, an angel, a spirit being. And that spirit being with an angel gave it to um, John. He's a spirit being not because uh, he has not been human before, because in the other, as you read on in the book of Revelation, it's called that this angel was actually a man, you understand, who has maybe has, uh, gone home to do with the Lord, or God is, or God is using certain spiritual means to. Um, to, for him to encounter John spiritually, maybe he's in another place entirely. Because at this time, Paul was on the Isle of Tars uh, Patmos, the island of Patmos, where he was suffering for the, uh, the the Lord Jesus Christ, the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Now, so maybe God, God, maybe Jesus has encountered somebody somewhere else, or as, as somebody has had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ, and then the Lord created a, a scenario whereby that person was not instructing John, or it was possible that that person had died, what we call death, slept in the Lord, and then the Lord is now using that person, he has sent that person to John. But whatever the case may be, when that matter got to John, when the revelations got to John, John was sending it to the angel of the churches. The angel of the churches were not spirit beings. They were, angel, they were physical people. They are, the, they are the servant. Another word for the word angel. You see some translation will say the servant of the churches. The servant of the church in this. The servant of the church in that. Not um, spiritual angels again. You know, is it not the spiritual angel that now we minister the word to the people of God? Angels don't minister in that way. We are given um encounters with angels brief encounters but we don't live our lives as saying you know i'm not saying it that's not possible but that's not the way it is in that as at present in the present time why what i mean is this the whole substance of the book of revelation cannot be taught by an angel to the church like i'm teaching you now it's not the lemma that is teaching you god is not god is not using an angel to teach you you understand what I'm saying? And everybody is seeing the angel. No. Why did he now put apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists? Hallelujah. So, um, so these things which must shortly take place relating to his coming. Remember, the whole thing is about the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay, that's so the things that he sent to John, he signified it. Okay, can we dwell upon the word signification or sign? The Lord signified it. The Lord sent it by signs. The Lord sent it by signs through his angel to John, his servants. The Lord sent it by sign through his angel to John, his servant. So there's a signification of it. For example, if I was to do like this, I have not spoken, but I have made a sign. Do you see it sometimes that when government officials are talking or during court sessions, somebody does uh, the hand thing, you know, what is he doing? He's doing signs. So signs are non-verbal significations. Sometimes they could be verbal, but they, are, they do not have direct interpretations. You understand so they are still something can be verbal and still be a sign but in most cases you don't see they, they are non-verbal but so even when they are verbal they just appear as a, a movie but they are telling you something deeper than what is taking place in that movie so that's the signification so because people jump on words and when you jump those kinds of words it's likely that you may not understand what the whole passage is saying again so that's very important that god signified it by his angel this is his angel the person that he has the angel that he had appointed at that time to his servant john who bore witness of the word of god and to the testimony of jesus christ and to all that he saw blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Hallelujah. Greetings. 
I mean, um, some well, I'm reading what the translators put here. Okay, but let's read this the entire, I mean, the what the Bible actually says. What my translators put here is greeting to the seven churches, but let's leave that. They did that so that we can understand the Bible more. For verse 4, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to, be, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him. And uh, even they that pierced him, and all the tribes of the, of the earth will mourn because of him. I am the Alpha. This is he's quoting the Lord Jesus Christ now, because you see that in red letters. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who was, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. Now, I'm still going to come back to that place, but I want to read a chunk now. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the Isle of Pat, which is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. What you see write in a book, and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, and to Pergamos, and to Thyatira, and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Did you see? So what you see, write it. So did Jesus, did John write it and now give it to a, a spiritual angel? Like this, if I wrote a book now, and I'll give it to a spiritual angel to go and distribute to people. <laughs> I've never seen that before. It doesn't work that way. Because so what, what, now why I'm saying that, because you know, there's so much hyper-spiritualizing of um, things that can take us off the course, of course, and bring us into certain fables. Because they are extra word i don't want to say extra biblical i want to say extra word and what that happens is that there's a distraction when that happens we are distracted when that happens so because you now begin to think who is the angel of the church in laodicea the spiritual angel of the church. how did he dress how did he did he you know, did he have beard does he not have beard we are not concerned about those kinds of things he says right what you see right in a book uh -huh. did you see that Send it to the seven churches. Praise God. So when they say to the so because when they have begin to see to the angel, because in chapter two you now see to the angel of the church in Ephesus, right. So they did not write that thing and gave it to an angel um, um, of the church, the spiritual angel of the church is minor or Ephesus or Laodicea. Okay, we fuck that enough. Okay, so let's look at a certain summary here um, that looks like something that we have seen before. That will be where I'm resting my case um, in this session. Is it I, John, both your brother? That is from verse 9. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience. Tribulation, 
kingdom patience of the Lord Jesus Christ. We that are expecting the kingdom, we must know that it comes with tribulation. The Bible says it is true more tribulation that will come into the kingdom. So if you are expecting the kingdom, you must expect tribulation and you must be extremely patient. And it is not the, it's not the patience of only of waiting. Okay, the kingdom has not come. Ten years I've been born again, I've been expecting kingdom. The kingdom has not come quickly, I will be patient. No. But patience actually means to remain the same, to remain standing. So many things we try your faith. Many things we try your faithfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ. But you have to remain the same. You don't say, oh, like some other people that will say, now, you know, Peter said it. He said, they will, people will say, where is the hope of his coming? There's no hope. He's not coming again. For since the fathers fell asleep, everything has remained the same. Those ones are no longer patient. They have a lot of hope. They are no longer remaining the same. So if somebody can come to that conclusion with his words, it means that his mind has come to that conclusion. And it also means that his lifestyle is no longer lived waiting for the coming of the Lord. And there are many people whose lifestyles are no longer lived waiting for the coming of the Lord. They have lost patience. That's what it means. They have lost a sense of tribulation. You will have tribulation. He said, in the world, you will have tribulation. He said, true merch tribulation will come into the kingdom. So, you can't avoid tribulation. Did you get that? Okay. Now, what I want to bring out here is that there's a certain prophet that has also experienced what uh, John experienced here. John said he was in the Isle of Patmos because he was captured and uh, he was sent to the, um, to the place where he would suffer work doing hard labor, sleeping only for a few hours, eating the bread of affliction because of his witness for Jesus Christ. His witness for Jesus Christ does not mean that he's doing evangelism. It's part of it. But witness for Jesus Christ means that his life is lived for Jesus Christ. In other words, they say, the king said we must eat food, sacrifice to idols, by me, all means, and we must worship it. No! I am not doing So his life is a witness. So his life is pointing to the fact that there's another person that is worth submitting to. That is the witness. Is witnessing to Christ because you need to you need to explain it because we have changed the meaning of the meaning of everything. Say okay, I want to go and do. We are, we are going to witness. That is good, is and it's a part of it. But I'm saying that the original in the original sense of the word, it is the attestation of our life to somebody and something worthy of our worship. That is the real witness. There was a brother many years ago who was told by his friends. Oh, let's go somewhere. Let's go. They was told to let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, and uh, he joined them. He must have known what they were going to do because they must have told him because they were his friends. So when they kept him outside, he was, he was the one that held the guns or something. As I heard, this is a real life story that happened about uh, two decades ago. You know, and then police came. It was him that they found the guns with. You understand? Okay, if you are a believer and you went with that kind of a plan and arrangement, 
you are not your life at that time is not attesting to the fact that there's somebody else worthy of obedience to so you are not witnessing to the fact that jesus is alive hallelujah you are witnessing your life is either witness to the fact that there is nobody there's nobody called jesus because you are not your life is not to you are not bent on obeying him did you get that all right so um he says so so there's this guy who experienced what john experienced who was ezekiel ezekiel was a prophet And it was a it was a, a, a Levite, you understand. It was it was of the house of Levi, and it was a priest. You have to be a Levite before you come before you can say to be a priest. It's not left for God to make you a prophet. You don't have to be of any tribe to be a prophet. But it was all three combined. It was a Levite of the house of Levi, the tribe of Levi. It was a priest, and then it was a prophet. Now, as a Levite. Ezekiel understood the promise of God for his people because the priests who were Levites, according to Malachi, he said, the, the priest lips should contain knowledge for people should come to him to inquire of the law. So if there's anything that you are sure the Levite had, they may not have money, they may not have cattle, they may not have jets, they may not have cars, they may not have buildings and houses, but you are sure they have one thing, they have the word of God. These are the Levites. So he understood the plan of God for Israel. But at this time, when we're introduced to Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter 1, Jerusalem had been destroyed and the temple destroyed. And the vessels of the Lord carried to Babylon, including the Levites. And, the, and some of them were killed. Many were killed. Many people were killed. With their white robes, with uh, priests and all of them. Some prophets were also killed. So he was taking... He was on his way to Babylon. On the, on, they had a settlement, you know, like you have refugee camps. And all that. So they had a settlement. It was by the river of Keba. You know, John here, he put him on the Isle of Patmos. So Ezekiel's settlement was by the river of Keba. Now, in his regrets, in his confusion, in his wonderment, in his consternation, he was... Asking the Lord, is this all? What's going on? Are the promises to our fathers never going to be fulfilled anymore? What's going on here, Lord? You know, that was what he was probably asking. He was in confusion. And then let's read the book of Ezekiel in chapter 1. Because this will give us a, the right perspective to the book of Revelation. Ezekiel in chapter 1. It says, Now it came to pass on the 30th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Keba, that the heavens were opened, and I saw the visions of God on the fifth day of the month, which was in the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity. The word of the Lord came to express it to Ezekiel, this, the priest, the son of Buzai, in the land of the Chaldeans, by the river of Kebar, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. So, 
as he was among the captives, the heavens opened and he saw the visions of God. John also was among the captives. Their situations were very similar, look similar. John also was among the captives that had been taken to the Isle of Patmos. It was from there that he now saw the revelations of God. He saw the revelations of God, uh, of Jesus Christ, how, how these things that we see in the book of Revelation unfolded. Hallelujah. He says, I was in the spirit. So how did his own happen? He was translated to a place in the spirit called the Lord's Day. But we will talk about that uh, a little later so that we take it point by point. Now, now um, why was Ezekiel in confusion? Because happening around him now were things contrary to what the Lord had promised and what the word of the Lord has said. Because the word of the Lord has said that they have given Israel the land. Hallelujah. Here was Israel. They had disobeyed God. He was not a stranger to that. But you were just wondering how, how are we going to, how this is going to happen? How are we going to get back? Is this the end, oh Lord? Now, I know it was a spiritual man, but even as a spiritual man, you ask questions. You remember John the Baptist? He was the one that said, this is the Messiah. But at a point he said, are you the one to come? Must you wait for another? That's what tribulation does to people. <laughs> when you have tribulation, you will go back over your doctrine. When you have tribulation, you will go back over your love. When you have tribulation, you will go back over your practices. When you have tribulation, you will go back over whatever you believe to be sure that you are really on the right path. <laughs> That's what tribulation does to people. Okay. So also John, he was conversant with the will of God, with the purpose of God. They had celebrated the feast of Passover. Jesus Christ had died. The people of God had been saved. The church had been born. Pentecost, secondly. Secondly, Pentecost had come. Firstly, Passover had come. Had been fulfilled in Christ. Secondly, Pentecost had been fulfilled. They were waiting for the end. That end was meant to be glorious. It was meant to be the fulfillment of the Feast of Tabernacles. Hallelujah. It was meant to be the fulfillment of the feast of tabernacles so when it was not happening the way he thought i wondered what's going on lord and then god gave him a vision and then what did god give him a vision about about the day of the lord say i was in the spirit i was translated to the spirit to a period of time that is known prophetically in scripture as the day of the lord I will continue from here when next we meet. God bless you. Heavenly Father, grant unto your people understanding. Grant us access into your truth because it is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Grant unto us spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Not just to know these things by mind, but in relation to you. In the knowledge of you. Help us, O Lord. Jesus Christ.